All right, so we're on another episode of The Right Track, but it's a little different now. Um, this time I'm actually having it on a podcast on Spotify. So um, there's no video portion of this, but today I am with Herbie Alvarez. He's one of my friends. Uh, we've been friends for a really long time. I know I have a lot of my friends on these podcasts, um, and Herbie's one of the people that... Uh, probably one of my closest friends throughout since from like sixth grade to now. So I think that's about 10 years and we both been running for, uh, I'm pretty sure that is 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's pretty cool. And we, we get to sit down and talk. So, um, not sure exactly what we're going to be talking about, but there's a lot of, there, there's some things that we have that we want to talk, but, uh, just going back to, uh, one more thing before we actually start about, um, not doing like a video portion. So I am going to be doing, um, so on, on Spotify, they're all, they're all going to be in order, like the videos, but, um, for the ones I don't do an actual video for, cause I, cause I think it just takes a lot of time to do that. And I don't want to put all that time and energy into this yet. Honestly, like I'm not, like, I, I know I say this a lot, but I don't want to put too much time into something that, uh, I'm not like hundred percent certain in doing. So I'm just kind of, just kind of having fun with it right now. Don't, because when you start putting a lot of work into something, things, those things tend to not be fun sometimes. So when you kind of just are relaxed with it, it's a little easier. So I'm kind of going that route with just doing the audio versus the videos. But on YouTube, for the ones I do post, those will be on YouTube. So, but anyway, so Herbie, uh, there's a lot of things we could talk about. We could start with running because we have... Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing it for like 10 years and we're not yeah. we're not like the best we're not experts yeah, no. but like when you do something for 10 years we're we're gonna know a lot of a lot of things about it mm-hmm. so um one thing I kind of want to know is like why why do you like running and have you always liked it because I, I don't think you have always yeah. liked it um well first I want to start by saying thanks for having me obviously and you're totally right like we've been running for such a long time and to answer your question like there's I feel like with running like every runner goes through this where you like you go through spurts and like phases where it's like you know like oh I'm so in love with this sport and then it's like you wake up the next day and it's like man like this is like gonna be the worst run of my life (laughs) (laughs) um but I think like my phases for me like my freshman well I started running in sixth grade so it's like middle school like it was kind of just fun being involved in a sport and like being around your friends right um and then at the high school level um obviously like we had like a pretty good team surrounding us so it was like you had great friends within the sport and it was something that I was good at so I was like you know I'm gonna keep doing this um and then I think in college there was a moment where like I kind of fell out of love with the sport kind of like when I was going through like that heart condition and I was out for eight months okay do I talk and, a little bit about that or no um yeah sure so um I got covid in January and then is this freshman year I yeah remember. this is in 20 uh 2021 yeah yeah okay um so I got COVID and then I came back to school and our athletic trainer told me I needed to get like a EKG test done so I got that done and the doctor told me that there was like some irregular activity like within my heart and I was like kind of confused because senior year I got a heart scan done and like they said I had a healthy heart <clears throat> And then, um, so the doctor, like, really, it was so new because, like, obviously it's COVID. No one really knows what's going on. And since it's, like, your heart, it's not something that you can, like, rush back into. Like, you have to take it really slow, make sure that, like, you're not going to, like, 
kill yourself while you're out running. Um, so that was like a pretty dark moment in my life, I think, just because I wasn't like able to practice. And what's important about like being an athlete is making sure that like your sport isn't like your only identity, which I think we've talked about before, but that's something that like my life coach at school, uh, he mentioned once and it always stuck with me. But I think like right now, um, I'm in a really good spot with running in terms of like being in love with it and like actually being like excited to go out and run every day. And even though like it's the middle of the summer and the season is so far away, like my goals are still like, everything I think about like when I wake up or go to bed so like you know like even though it seems so far away like you're mm-hmm. doing all this so it'll pay off in the end but but it's still not your identity though you're saying yeah like, well I like it depends like, like it is but. yeah I try to like I almost like try to keep that balance but sometimes it's hard because yeah. like this summer I'm not working so it's like running is like the only thing I yeah. actually have to do so it's like it's hard to like prevent it from being my identity when it's like the only thing I do outside of like video games and like spending time with family and things along those lines but yeah it's it's definitely an interesting dynamic yeah um yeah and I I can relate to that with the identity thing because when you're doing a a sport like cross country and track it's it's not just uh, one of those sports where at least at like the college and high school level where you're just kind of doing it like just because like Mm -hmm. you kind of have to put in well maybe for high school but you kind of have to do it every day yeah like mm-hmm. it's the it's the classic use it or lose it um if you don't if you don't run for like two weeks two three weeks it's gonna be kind of hard to just pick right back up you yeah. know as opposed to a sport like basketball where if I don't shoot around playing basketball or I don't practice like some dribble moves or something for a few months like I could probably come back and within a day or even a couple of days or even just like of just warming up like you're gonna kind of come back to where you were um in a sense you know so and it's which is kind of weird because running is like one skill Mm -hmm. and if you don't do that one skill like you're done but then for basketball for example or just any other sport like you can not you can not do all of those skills and then kind of pick those back up i don't know if that makes sense but and then like for the identity like that's why it becomes a big part of who you are because you're doing that one thing all the time. You have to do it a lot. And sometimes you're doing it twice a day. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being like an hour, an hour and a half each day. Um, or if it's six days a week. And for me, like I, like I, I like that identity. Mm-hmm. Like I like having um, like the running shoes that like no one else knows like what they yeah. are. I like having the, the <clears throat> short shorts that like mm-hmm. no one else like would wear. Or... Uh, having joy in something like running that no one else seems to like really have so like I kind of like being like different in that sense of like oh this is cool like I I get to do this and I like it and it might not be everyone else's first choice or lifestyle but like this is what I I like to do yeah and And I like having that and it makes it so so fun when you get to see like progress of like say you're on the break of the off season um not running and then like two months later you're like consistently running like 50 mm-hmm. miles a week like that's cool to see that yeah. and um i know a lot of people just don't like running but you know like we've done it for a long time so it's kind of mm-hmm. we're kind of biased like, yeah you know, we've done it for yeah, a long time and starting off with kind of that like that natural talent to start it off mm-hmm. um and you know the body's for it but it, it's like it's just like really fun and, and i think it's more fun the better you are at it 
And I think that goes for like a lot of things. Like, oh, yeah. if you're good at anything and do it for a long time, you're going to be knowledgeable at it, and you're going to be, uh, you're you're most likely going to enjoy it if you're going to keep doing it for that mm-hmm. long. So, um, but yeah, I liked having like that identity, and it was like my main identity for a long time. And I I've said a, a lot that, like in high school, like, it, at least it, it felt like this way for me. It felt like everyone knew I was the runner, and yeah. like people knew like other people were on the team, mm-hmm. but it felt like people just knew that I was hundred percent. And I think, like... Do you, you yeah, think so, too? Yeah, because I remember, like, I would mention your name, like, maybe to, like, someone who... Like, just, like, somebody who, like, wasn't our friend group. And then, like, I'd be like, oh, you know Brad Wiggins? They're like, yeah, the runner? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's just, like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I just, it wasn't like that for other people, because I, I... At least for me, like, I know that I, I made that, like, my identity. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was I, it was other people's, too, but other people were, like, in, involved in other things. Like, that was all of, all of yeah. me. But... Yeah, so so you said you, you really like, like, running now, and, yeah. like, you haven't really been injured, I don't think, which is really cool mm-hmm. that you get to just keep keep going, like, without injury. Yeah, um, I think uh, the only, I mean, outside of that heart condition, like, I've right. pretty much been healthy, I mean, yeah. like, shin splints will flare up occasionally, but, I mean... That's, like, the least of my worries compared to, like, some typical, like, runner injuries where, like, stress fractures. Mm-hmm. I, like, I know you had that, and that was hard recovery and hard, like, healing process. Um, but I think, like, one of the things I love about running the most is just, like, it's such, like, a mental health or, like, self, like self-care. Therapy like, thing. yeah, it's almost like a little therapy session when you go out for a run. Like, it's yeah. just, like, you and your thoughts and like you're just out there and within nature just running mm-hmm. like I mean I know people talk about like a runner side but like and then even like post post run like you just like feel good you're getting your stretch in you know drinking right. water hydrating but I think that's what also makes running so unique like I know a lot of other sports require like a lot of recovery time too but it's like running it's not like oh you just walk out the door and go run it's like you have to like plan your meals around when you're gonna run. Yeah, because, like, you dude, don't that's cramp. the hardest I know. part. Like I wake up in the morning, I'm like, uh, let me eat, and then like wait two and a half hours, yeah, and then it's yeah. like go run, and you gotta do drills first, and you do your drills, and you go run, you come back, and rolling out, stretch, roll out, and then it's like now you have to fuel your body with like proper nutrients to make sure that, like mm-hmm. the next day of running goes well. So yeah, yeah, there's like so many components to it that make it like so unique. Yeah, and, 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 you know, we do that, like, for so long, so, and, um, just, to, like, a correction, so I, I didn't have, like, a stress fracture, I had, um, like, the bottom of my feet were, like, really swollen, but, like, mm. I, I don't even understand the whole science of it, but that took me out for a while, um, that was, that was, like, winter and spring 2022, and then, uh, spring of this year was a different one, that was, like, an ankle injury, but I, I'm, I was okay from that. So those are the only two, like, injuries mm-hmm. I've had. And during those times, it was so hard to not be doing running because it's something that, like, we do for so long. And, you know, just, the, just again, going back to the identity thing, like, it's it's just it's so much of what you do normally that when you don't have it, it's like, whoa, like, what do I do now? Yeah, and that's the problem I ran into freshman year, like, because you're so used to, like, a routine. Yeah. And, like, once you're out of your routine, it's like, like you said, like, what do I do now? So it's like I was just like sitting in my dorm all day. Like my roommate would go to practice. Like I'm just sitting there. Oh, dude, like, yeah, I know. I had like, that too. And then, and then like, they come back and like, oh, I did yeah. this. I did all this stuff, and I'm like, yeah. cool. I and wish yeah. I could do that. And then like, then you also like miss out on that like 
furthering friendships, but it's, like, any time away from the team, like, you're missing out on, like, like, inside jokes, you know, like, others, like, weird things like that, or just conversations, it's, like, they'll pick up, like, a, a conversation in the group chat, and it's, like, I don't remember talking about this, it's, like, oh, I practiced, mm-hmm. we talked about that, it's, like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't there, like, I missed it, like, and I feel like when I got to school freshman year, and I don't know if you can relate to this, too, like, with COVID, like, it made it really difficult to, like, kind of like find friends outside of like your sport like in my dorm I had a really nice dorm in terms of like people being like sociable like I met a lot of people but like outside of my dorm and outside of the team like I feel like I didn't have many friends and all my classes were online yeah so it's like I don't have the opportunity to like go in class and be like oh hey like what's your name like I'm not gonna interrupt the zoom and be like hey like what's up like there was a lot of conflicts that came with COVID which I think might have like altered our college experience like obviously but just in ways that like you wouldn't even expect it to I definitely had that because after that first semester at Coastal Carolina I didn't Mm -hmm. even like return (laughs) so part of it I I mean part of it was definitely COVID but it was a whole bunch of things that um that caused me wanting to go somewhere else but I I do agree in the fact that uh like how hard it was like I Mm -hmm. I could not, like, I couldn't find, I couldn't even find a way to make friends. Yeah. Like, it was just people on my team. Mm-hmm. And even then, I wasn't really, like, I kind of felt like a stranger to, like, to them uh, during that time. It's like, okay, well, like, and so, yeah, it, it was hard then to even get to, like, know people. Because um, the only time I would really see people because of all the, the restrictions on things mm-hmm. was random people in, like, the dining hall. Yeah. And it's like, everyone else is I don't know how, and they just, at least for freshmen, I wouldn't know how, but, like, I go in, and people are already, like, in, in groups, and I'm like, bro, like, like there's no way that you guys are all freshmen, like, they have to be older, because if you're yeah. all freshmen, you just automatically found yeah. people hanging out, like, hey, bro, how'd you do that, yeah. like, how'd you do that, um, at least during COVID, it felt like that, but, um, yeah, and I, I would even say, uh, how hard it is to make friends, like, in college, uh, like, aside from the team outside of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, like, in class, I think it's really hard to make friends with people in class and, like, yeah. actually get to know them and hang out with them. Um, or uh, kind of like how when you're at work and you, you make make friends with the people that you work with, mm-hmm. but, like, you don't hang out with them outside. Yeah. So there's there's those people, and it's like, yeah, you're, you're friends with them, but you don't just stuff outside. It's like it's not really past that... It's more of just a convenient friendship. Yeah. I, I have a lot of those, and I've had a lot of those um, in classes in college mm-hmm. where you don't see that, that kid you were sat next to every day mm-hmm. or the person that you chose to talk to every day or the group people in that class because when, when that semester ends, you don't, like, see them. And yeah. then when you do see them, it's just like, a, oh, hey, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. And that's, that is what makes it so difficult, I think, is that, like, it's by terms, so it's like... Yeah. In high school, our classes were year-long. So, yeah. yeah. So, and like, right when you get to know people is at the end. Yeah. And so it's like you have the whole year to make these friends. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, now it's summer. Like, in well, we're all in the same town. Like, yeah, we might as well hang out, become, like, actually mm-hmm. friends. Um, but in college, like, you only have, like, that 14-week period or however long, like, the semester is where you're like, okay, well, after this, like, I don't know when I'm even going to see you yeah. again because, like, college campuses, like, there's so many people and they're so big that it's like, well, like, like it was cool to sit next to you for, like, these few weeks that we have, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. and it makes it so difficult because people are 
obviously from like different cities. So it's like during the summer, they're not going to be in the college town. Well, unless they have like their apartment for the full year, but, um, they also have like internships, jobs, like there's just so many more hobbies and like things that people are passionate about in college versus high school that kind of like put limits on friendships. I agree. I agree. I, I think it's, and I actually have like an analogy for that. Um, I just I literally just made it up. So, just to add to what you were saying about um, about how in high school like you're in the same town, it's a little easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that so not only was it a full year. Um, for each class, but it was five days a week. Yeah. And in college, it's only yeah. two to three. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. So and, um, eight classes versus like five, and I know I'm kind of like getting like super detailed but like no my point is you're spending so much more time with people like yeah. in high school and mm-hmm. you're just meeting so many different people and then you have the passing period and you're all like in one spot yeah. you know campus is pretty big the the high school building is a lot smaller yeah. so there's that um and like we said it was just one semester for the college and it's like dude like <laughs> i want to like get to know people more in college mm-hmm. because especially just as a human being and just that time of your life of like exploring like new things like you want to learn and talk to more people yeah like you just you just want to grow in relationships that's just a part of college i think what like being out on the college campus and seeing like how diverse it is and so many people from different backgrounds and experiences like you just want to keep learning more about people and like what they've been through and what they've seen in their life um but yeah 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 no I, i agree with that um but sorry, the analogy that I was gonna say was, uh, I can kind of look at it as <laughs> I'm gonna making it like a comparison, like NBA and high school basketball. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of like, what's it called? Like the realness of friendships, I guess. Mm-hmm. It feels like, or maybe the quantity of people that you interact with and how how much different it is, um, like. I think high school is like college basketball and college is like the NBA to where I think like more people are passionate about uh, the college basketball team Mm -hmm. than like an NBA team because people who are uh, like passionate about like a college team, it it feels like they're more passionate than like than their NBA team because in the NBA, like say like Bulls fan, right? A lot of people in Illinois are just going to be like Bulls fans just because it's the closest thing. But when you go to the college or you know people in college mm-hmm. and you're going to the games, like like there, there's some like college basketball games that cost more than tickets for like an NBA game. Oh, yeah. And I think something that I noticed, too, with college and uh, professional sports is like just look at the stadiums and like college football and yeah. like um, the NFL. Like college yeah. football stadiums are like if you're talking like uh, – like, I don't even know, like, Michigan Stadium, Ohio State, um, I'm sure, like, some schools down south, like, they're fitting up to, like, 100,000 people. Yeah. And it's, like, Soldier Field is, like, the smallest stadium in the NFL, and, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much it holds, maybe, like, 40, maybe 60, but it's, like, the difference between, like, the college and professional also go. I mean, I definitely see your analogy because you know I mean? everybody's on that college campus, you know, while it's, like, yeah. professional sports, it's, like, well, I'm a Bulls fan, but I might have to move to California. So, like, now I'm, like, yeah. showing my support from, like, halfway across the country. Right. Rather than, like, on the college, college campus being surrounded by people who hopefully are, like, fans of the college, you mm-hmm. know. And, yeah, and 
just to kind of like say it again so it makes sense like like in high school it feels like the friendships are and you know like you're, you're kind of just like younger so it's almost kind of like everyone's your friend but mm-hmm. what i'm saying is um in terms of like getting to know people like it's so much stronger in in high school and it's just like harder <laughs> in college but like when you find the people in college it's like it's really good but i'm saying yeah. is like you'll go into classes and no one like wants to like talk you know mm-hmm. so people just don't want to talk to anyone they just go into class and leave but in high school, it's like, oh, everyone's just kind of, like, hanging out, it felt like. I know that. At least for that. So, it's like, oh, high school's, like, really cool for that reason. But in college, while it's better and more, like, educated and mm-hmm. there's more people who are, like, mature in the same way where the NBA is, like, a lot of better people, mm-hmm. while, the, like, the college basketball is, like, it seems like there's more passionate, like, fans yeah. that more people enjoy, like, watching that. So, I, I don't know. I kind of just, like, made that up. But the the point is, like, high school and college basketball are not – um, they're they're lesser than uh in terms of like growth I guess because in mm-hmm. the NBA you're better and then yeah. in high school you're younger so um but anyway I just I just wanted to say that if yeah, yeah. That was I wrong. mean I definitely see where you're coming from too and I think I would put like some blame well I don't even know if blame is like the right word but like towards professors because like definitely I think in college like when I go to my classes I am maybe a little bit like less outgoing like I'm kind of just there go to class right. you know like I'm not really here for all the small combos yeah same yeah um but i feel like a lot of my professors like i don't know if you can relate to this like like we get to lecture it's like as soon as class starts like boom we're going until like class ends and it's just lecture the whole time like they don't really even give opportunity for you to like talk to your neighbors or like Mm. group work like it depends on the professor obviously like i've had somewhere they rely on like group work rather than like them just lecturing but i think a lot of professors that i've dealt with like they kind of just they're the lead of the show like they talk mm. the whole time and they don't really ask for feedback so it's like all right well i'm gonna sit here for 50 minutes and then i'm just gonna walk out put my airpods yeah. in like <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i mean there's definitely a part where it's like they they could definitely make it better and you know there there's always going to be ways to improve right mm-hmm. like for no matter where you go it's always going to kind of be like that but um it would be nice if there's a little more of that uh that idea of like more like interacting because I think a lot of our world today is like consuming like we just mm-hmm. we just kind of take it in you know yeah. like whatever we see on the internet we just take it in or um like 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 going to church you just kind of listen and you just like take it all in um they don't really like contribute anything it just kind of feels like like a lot of things that we do in our life are just like a, a buffet style mm-hmm. where you just kind of take um and I think, like, contributing in some way or hearing what other people have to say is really important for just perspectives, first of all. Um, and it's just, like, a, a part of life and, mm-hmm. and growing in relationships with people is to talk and communicate. Yep. Um, so, yeah. S- speaking of the Internet, I know we were talking about it briefly before, but the submarine. Yeah, so I, I have heard something about it. But I'm not. I don't, I'm not really super involved with what's what's going on. So yeah. you you got to fill me in on. Yeah, on I mean, this, going I'm gonna on. I'm gonna try to keep it factual. Um, I don't know. I might have to pull up like an article. Yeah, you're good. But uh, I mean, basically to sum it up, so like five people. Um, it's actually not like a submarine. I guess it's like a submersible or something. I don't know the difference, but um, so like they wanted to go see uh, the Titanic like wreckage. And uh, 
I forget what day they left, but basically, like, they were they were supposed to report back at, like, a certain time, and then they didn't, so then, like, they, the people who were, like, waiting on them, um, like, called for, like, help from, like, the Coast Guard and all that, um, but basically, like, an hour and 45 minute, hour and 45 minutes into, like, the descent down to it, because I think it was, like, about two and a half hours down to get to the ship because it's like it's like over 12,000 feet deep yeah so like like, that's like two miles like just straight into the ocean like um so they like lost signal and then it's like all these news sources like oh this goes missing and then people are like starting you know people online like they start investigating every little outlet of it (laughs) and then it's like apparently like this uh this like submersible like never even had like any like proper like qualification or like equipment yeah like it was really it's like it sounds super sketchy like there's like one button that like controls the whole thing and like it was it was um signaled with like a pretty much like a ps3 controller okay and like there was like monitors on the inside to like show like what's outside the ship obviously um so people were like, man, well, like, what the heck? And, like, they were bolted from the outside. So, like, there was no way of getting out from the inside. Like, somebody from the outside had to undo the bolts to get them out. <laughs> and so, like, they're missing. And then, like, then it was – then reports of, like, well, they only have, like, 96 hours of oxygen to, like, to be found. So then those 96 hours passed. And then today, um, like, they found, like, some debris of the submersible, like, underwater – and they believe that, like, all five people died, which is, like, super sad, obviously. Um, but it's been, like, all over the news. And I know, like, one of the people on board was, like, a billionaire. And uh, his son was with him, too, which is, like, really sad. But apparently, so that was just recently. Like, that was... Yeah. Like, today, the, the Coast Guard held, like, a press conference, like, releasing the details, I think, at, like, 3, 3 p.m. But, yeah. I mean, the ocean is, like terrifying and like dude they paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each to go on this like trip well okay well hold on okay well you said that you said that the billion the billionaire went on so to him that's probably like no yeah i mean to him (laughs) hold on i'm kind of kidding i'm kind of not like yeah like i mean i get what you're saying but like yeah no that's obviously like still a ton but um obviously it's more sad like regardless of the money that they paid but i know what you're saying like dude you pay that much and you're not you don't like even get to come back like that's that's crazy and yeah like the ocean is like super deep and probably even i would say to to a lot of a lot of its extent is more mysterious than like space definitely and that's what i was going to ask you would you rather like explore like explore like the deep sea or like would you rather go out like and explore space well, for for questions like these, I have to get like more technical on it. Okay. So, how, like how much, like how much time do I get, and how much, uh, like how how far do I get to go if I go into space? Let's say. Like, am I going outside the galaxy, or am I just going to like solar system? Like probably just system? solar system. Okay. And, like let's say like okay. you're not gonna be gone for like years on end. Yeah. I mean, like it's just gonna be probably like somehow like a one month trip. Okay. Okay. So if I'm just. So if I'm in space, I don't get to like get out of the ship, right? I'm just kind of exploring from from the ship. 
Or um, kind of like, I mean, you can. Can I walk around? You can on, get out. I like mean, Mars, you got your you spacesuit. Know? And... Okay. No. Okay. Well. Okay. Because that, that sounds like a little more of a of a benefit than the than the ocean one. Because yeah, because you can't really get out at the ocean. Yeah, and it'd be like super dark. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're saying like for the ocean, I get like a flashlight or like a super big like, like everything's lit up basically. Yeah, like where somehow, I, I can see. Yeah, yeah. Hypothetical. Um, man, I think there'd be a lot of crazy things in in the ocean because I know there's a lot of like creatures that like we just yeah. don't know. We don't know about. <laughs> and like going going based off like the Bible, like I don't believe there's anything else like in mm-hmm. in space. So, like, in terms of life. Yeah. At, at least that's just what I think. I, I don't know if that's actually even entirely, like, biblically, biblically accurate, but I'm pretty sure that there wouldn't be any other life uh, anywhere else. And th- that's what I believe. But if, but, like, for the sake of just, like, seeing, like, other planets or seeing, like, Saturn's rings, like, that'd be so cool. But, but I, I bring that up about life because I know that there's a ton of life in the bottom of the ocean 100% and there's a ton of things just down there that you just don't even know and I've heard we've only explored like 5% of the ocean yeah that's like a scary fact that's a, that's a <laughs> that's very scary, scary fact because I, I bet like this is just a guess I bet like 3 or 4% is just like the coast of like yeah. everywhere on Earth. and then the other one <laughs> percent like, is like searching like, for yeah. the titanic yeah. and just like other yeah, wreckage 100 so i'm trying to think like dang bro there's so much and actually considering how big the ocean is five percent is it's actually a lot more than i would think yeah but still the 95 percent is so much so if i'm thinking like really technical on this your question was if you got to explore mm. something like for a month and I kind of get to like go out and see it where what, what would I do I think I would still do space mm-hmm. just because I understand some of the limits of the ocean of okay well there's gonna be sand at the bottom like yeah. <laughs> like, like I know there's True. gonna be there I don't know anything about the life that, that would be down there which would be very cool and I don't know that, that I think that's the most interesting thing about it is like there could literally be some random like squid that's like yeah like it's just huge like I can't yeah, even think of any like, numbers yeah. like that's just huge like bigger than like a whale or something yeah. and there's like nothing you can even do to describe it because like it's an unknown species yeah you just you know? don't it's know like, you can't compare it like oh like well like it's like that well it's not it's like a whole new species <laughs> yeah. like that we, we might not even know about but space space would be cool because you like we see a lot of things in space but like we've never we can't really like get to it um mm-hmm. like physically so yeah. it would be cool I, I don't know how the gas planets work like i don't think you can i don't think you can just stand on on jupiter because it's yeah, a gas no. planet yeah. so like how does that work but if you can then yeah. i think that'd be well yeah i wouldn't really be able to go there because it's just a i I'm, i think it's just a storm like mm-hmm. so you know the the great red spot like that's one yeah. of the things so that's a storm that's been going on for like forever but i think just the whole planet is like super strong wind so you wouldn't be able to like do anything if i were to go there but like it would be cool to be up close to all those planets and see like what they look like and i don't know man that that's actually a hard question because i think i think the first initial thought would be like oh space because there's so much and um if you're talking about just the solar system like i feel like there's so many cool things that nobody would ever 
really maybe not ever i don't know i just i don't know that's a really hard question i don't i think there's a lot of things in space that we just like would never ever be able to get to but i guess kind of same goes for the ocean like there's a lot of ocean you wouldn't know but to answer your question i think i would go space because i've always been interested in space so i think i would definitely go and like fly around saturn and just kind of check out like like I, i think the rings are made of ice and I, don't know, I think that'd be kind of cool to just see like how it's around the planet. So, yeah. for for your long answer to that, I would <laughs> I would I would think I would space. go with space. Yeah. What this would you a, do? Um, I don't know. I didn't really give it much thought myself. Like uh, now that you like kind of gave your answer, like there's a <laughs> yeah. whole lot that I have to like think about now too. But I don't know. Like I'm like terrified of both. You know. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like not a big fan of like heights and i'm also not a fan of like the ocean especially like deep ocean yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah you'd have to guarantee i'm not drowning yeah at any yeah 100 percent. Yeah, like, like in this hypothetical it's like 100 percent rate survival like you just get to explore i i don't know i think i would probably go with space just because of like I think the ocean, like, a lot of it would probably, I mean, actually, space would scare me, too, 100%. Like, I mean, if you, like, saw some weird creature down there, like, in the ocean, like, I'd be a little scared, but, like, also, it's, like... Yeah, I don't know. You could do, like, you could change, like, so much in, like, the universe, though. Like, imagine, like, you just, like, while you're down there, you, like, DNA, like, all these species and, like, bring up, like, certain, like... I don't even know. There's a lot. Oh, of for the good like, of mankind, or something. Yeah, just like just that. in general. Like, what if yeah. there's like some weird species down there that like has a cure to like some I don't know, crazy. But I think ultimately I'd probably go with space just because like there's so much to explore and like a different. Yeah. Just being able to say like yeah I went to a different planet or something like. And I know about it. Yeah. Because there's, I think it's kind of like a like a gamble of okay I thought of another like basketball analogy mm-hmm. where. Um, so, like, I saw this one thing where it was, like, all right, you can get $50,000 if you make a layup. Oh, You can get, yeah. like, $500,000 yeah. if you make a free throw. And you get one attempt for all these. Or on a three-pointer, you get, like, like, like $5 million. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, well, any of those is a lot. Yeah. So, I'm, like, it'd be awesome to just make, like, the free throw or the three-pointer. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I would go with, and I'll ask you this question, too, which one you would do. I, I think I would just go for the layup because that's like, you know, if you're an open layup, it's like 95 yeah. plus yeah. percent chance of making it. So I would rather just guarantee getting a little bit than having to risk like a not so yeah. or not getting it. So before you, you answer, I was going to say in the same thing with space or the ocean to explore, for all we know, like... Like, we know at least some of the things that are in space. So mm-hmm. if you go there, you'd at least kind of know what you're in for for a lot of yeah. it. But, like, what if you just go in the ocean there's, like, nothing? Like, yeah. it's literally just black. Like, just saying, you just waste your opportunity. Like, yeah. So, I don't know, part of it's like that. But what would you do for the, 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 the basketball. basketball one? It's like, 50K yeah, layup. I've seen that a lot, and I think, like, I think... Because so I, I want to say, like, free throw. Like, oh, I trust myself to yeah. make the free throw. Not but no lie. way I'm doing the three. There's no way. I think I would consider a three. I mean, okay, I'm, looking, I'm, miss, looking, at a pair, I'm looking at a pair of Steph Curry's right now. Like, I'm feeling the <laughs> Okay, you're feeling now, the, but... shooting, the shooting arm? <laughs> no, I think, I think layup is the obvious choice. Just to, like, okay. I'm, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm going to walk away with, like, $50,000 here. But I think that if I were to, like, if it was no layup, I don't know why the layup wouldn't be there, but if it was just, like, free throw three and half court, mm. 
I think I would probably go with three pointer. Like I'm like pretty confident in my three point shot. I mean I'm I'm confident in my free throw too, but like yeah. free throw is like same with the three, it's like obviously it's not like fifty fifty, but like in a way it is, you know, like Well it, why do you think it is? I mean like there's two outcomes just like make or miss and like whether like let's say like on the free throw like your hand slips like that would just suck that's the same thing for the three-pointer though totally but oh i I see what you're saying yeah like i don't know there's just like a degree of like you think the free throw is like going to be easy but i feel like it's just as hard as the three-pointer you know oh i I see what you mean yeah i think i'd go three-pointer but regardless you're still probably gonna have a higher chance of the free throw you think well yeah well yeah you're closer so like yeah true it just depends if you're, like, like I think this is, like, super rare, but I know there's some players in the, in the NBA that are, like, super good three-point shooters. They're, mm-hmm. like, over 40% from three, and then their their free throws are, like, like 70%. Yeah. And it's, like, really weird. It's, like, usually if you're a good three-point shooter, you're going to be a good – or if you're a good three-point shooter, you're going to be a good free-throw shooter, too. You know, they kind of go hand-in-hand. Mm-hmm. But um, – so that's where I see where you're coming from, where it's like, oh, well, it's kind of the same, yeah. like, quote-unquote, like, percent chance. So I do see what you're coming from, but I think just regardless, like, your chance is just going to be higher. Like, yeah, your hand might slip, but of the chance of the ball, like, bouncing around and going yeah. in, I think it's still higher on yeah. the free throw. But I know what you're saying, because mm. um, cause there's obviously going to be people that are going to be have a reason for each one. So yeah. I, I, I respect that, that reason. Plus, like, just obviously, like, the, the main factor that, like the whole hypothetical is about like i mean what was like free throws like a hundred thousand and three is like five hundred thousand or something like i don't remember what the numbers were yeah, but, but i think i said 50k layup huh. 500k free, free throw. throw and then like five million oh, which is like yeah way more but i think it's five million three yeah I don't know. I definitely, like, I feel like... Just think about how upset you'd be if you missed. Oh, that's why I said, like, from the start, like, I think I'm going layup no matter what. Yeah. But if I couldn't, like, pick the layup, then mm-hmm. I'd probably go three-pointer just because mm-hmm. of, like, the money differential. And I don't know, like, I play, like, outside of running, like, basketball is probably, like, my favorite sport. So it's, like, I spend a lot of time, whether, like, in Oswego or, like, in Bowling Green playing basketball. Um, like, the cross-country house that we have at school. We uh, Bowling Green University. Bowling Green State University. Bowling, okay, same way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, so the guys that live there, they bought a basketball hoop, and, like, there's, like, a nice little patio, like, where we set it up. Yeah. And ever since we got that, like, I've just been over there, like, every day, like, playing basketball. And um, you actually inspired this. Remember how you used to shoot, like, 100 free throws a day? Yeah. Um, one day I shot 100 free throws. Okay. Well, it was, like, from our free throw line, which feels right. like a free throw. It wasn't, like, perfectly measured, but yeah. uh, I shot 85 out of 100. Oh, that's cool. So that's it's, cool. like, knowing that, I might want to just take the free throw with, like, an 85% mm. chance. Uh, but also, like, the way that I play basketball is, like, Steph Curry has definitely influenced my game a lot, like, in terms of just, like, because, you know, we're runners. So it's, like, when I'm on the basketball court, like, I'm just going to run around the whole time trying to tire yeah. out my opponent. Or, like, yeah. and that's what Curry does. Like, he just runs around screens looking for an open three. So, like, that's totally how I play. Like, I just run corner to corner, baseline to baseline, mm-hmm. looking for a screen or looking for a way to lose my defender and then just, like, shoot a three. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, like, threes are so much fun, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, a layup or, like, a mid-range is, like, oh, three. It's, like, oh, three. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, playing with some of the guys on my cross country team when we'd mm-hmm. play at. Uh, I think we played at the Yellow Box a few times. Mm-hmm. Remember that church? 
and because uh, I had that, that court inside, and I remember playing, and I didn't really play too much because I like I never wanted to risk getting injured for running. Yeah. Um, and that, that's kind of how it is now. Like I don't want to really play that many games if I'm just gonna get hurt because I know that and the times when I am hurt, it's like the worst, you know. Yeah. So, but what I was saying was like when I did play, I remember how fun it was because. I was just running around like yeah. all the time. I was just like shoot three on the run around, and then, yeah. and and what I realized is that um, <laughs> I'm not like the best like basketball like player in mm-hmm. terms of like IQ and all that. Yeah. At least for like back then, and so for like half court, just like half court, um, like basketball games like mm-hmm. five on five or like whatever yeah. it was. Like, I was always really bad because my <laughs> defender was always on me and I couldn't get away. But on full yeah. court, if the other team makes a shot, like, I'm already yeah. on the other side and the team just, my team just throws the ball and I'm already there. And the person's that's like, well, how do you get over yeah. there? And I shoot it. Yeah, so, awesome. and if you do that all the time, like, you're just running around. So that's, like, one of the benefits, like, of, of running, I would say. So, so a question I have for you, speaking of basketball, is, like, not even necessarily, like, your top five greatest players, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, your top five, like, favorite players, just in general. Like, whether it, like, be their – how they play the game or their off-court personality or how they dress, whatever it might okay. be. Like, just your top five favorite players. All right, if I'm, if I'm going off the top of my head and I'm going for only ones that I've seen, like, now, because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be, like, naming, like, like, Michael Jordan and all these yeah, players that I like, never really saw play. Yeah. I mean, I could do that for, like, top five or whatever, mm-hmm. but – if I'm going just, like, from when I started watching basketball in, in 2016 to now, um, my favorite players to just watch and just, like, in general um, as players. I actually want to look this up, but I, I'm just going to look up, like, a bunch of, like, teams, and hopefully, like, some of the main players will come up. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I do that, I'm going to go definitely Steph Curry because he's the one who got me into watching it. Um the the first game I saw was actually, um, I might have told you this. The first game, the first full game I sat down and actually like understood what was happening, uh, for basketball in the NBA was, uh, it was the Warriors versus the Thunder, in in twenty sixteen in like February, and it was when, uh, the Warriors were like, uh, like fifty five and five or something. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 were going on their seventy three and nine run, and. Uh, the game went to overtime and they were in OKC and uh, Curry like finished the game with a the, the game winning three point shot for like 12 threes oh and, yeah I know you're talking about yeah and that was the NBA record at the time and a lot of people say that's when Curry became the best uh, like shooter ever like that was mm-hmm. when he like solidified it or like when he became a superstar from an all star yeah. and I, I remember that game because I was just sitting here like dang dude is this like normal for how many players like <laughs> shooting threes like is it normal to shoot just like yeah. 12 threes in a game i was like wow yeah. so then every game after that was just like not as good for like a long time because i'm like oh he only hit he only hit eight threes that's like terrible until you saw game seven of the nba final until player. i saw that i'm like dude this is the first time actually watching like yeah. sitting down watching all the like like of the nba playoffs to the finals and, and it, was, it was even a crazier time for me because uh, even going from that to now, like no playoffs have been mm-hmm. even close to that, yeah. because uh, I, I wouldn't say I was like bandwagoning the Warriors, but like I like because of Curry and just knowing the history that they were on, like I, I was rooting for them, yeah. like I wanted totally them to so. do well. Yeah. So, like when they came back, also against the Thunder, 
from three to one mm-hmm. to get to the finals. Like that. I'm like, oh man, they are so like that is awesome. Yeah. That is so crazy. And they're they're definitely gonna like win the finals now, and then they didn't because <laughs> they, go they blew three the one. three to one. Yeah, you, they go three one. You're like, okay, they are for Dude. sure winning. Oh, yeah, LeBron is like, nope. It's like man, like that is so crazy. Yeah. And there there's so many crazy. Like, I don't want to say parallels, but like almost like narratives that happen with that. Like, oh, you were up three to one, or like you were down three to one, came back, and then you were up three to one yeah, and blew it. Like, and then like KD joined that team yeah, that he just blew like, it to, and then it was just yeah, that was just wild, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so ever since seeing that 2016 finals, I'm like, wow. But yeah, um, so yeah, that was, that was a really cool time because, uh, it's good and bad because I didn't know, like, even until after, like, how significant that, that playoffs, what was, and also, like, Kobe retiring Mm -hmm. and, uh, and also, like, the Cubs winning the World Series, like, that. Which. The year before. The, that was a 3-1 to one they, lead. Yeah, they came back from 3-1 there also. And, and that was, and like, that was, that was Cleveland. Yeah. Union. So there's <laughs> another, like, narrative yeah. thing. Like, it was crazy. Like, right. There are a lot of parallels Dude, in 2016. It was right. awesome. And I'm not super into NFL, but I know there's a lot of cool things that happened, like, that season, mm-hmm. too. Because I always hear about how, like, in sports, like, 2016 is one of the best years. Um, but, yeah, so you said... So, again, I've had it pulled up for a long time, just, like, all 30 NBA teams. But um, if I'm going off t- five of my favorite players, is that what you said, just favorite players? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I have another thing we can do after where okay. I want to just, like, pick a logo, and you got to think of, like, the first player that comes Oh, I love that. Yeah, okay. I love those ones, too. Okay. It's just my favorite players, though? Yeah, start with the favorite players, and then we'll move to that. All right. Yeah. The first, like, these are all, like, shooters, flashy players, mm-hmm. but... Um, the, the ones that, that I think of right away are Curry, Westbrook, actually. Because um, I, I kind of contribute him to being part of the reason why I wanted uh, starting to watch like mm-hmm. basketball. He was definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, I just like him as a player. I know a lot of other people don't. Uh, Zach Levine is pretty awesome to me. Because, um, oh, yeah, just one other thing. That was... Um, because 2016 was the first time I, I watched, like, the All-Star game. And then he won the dunk oh, contest. Yeah, that, and that was, like, one of the best dunk contests <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah, that so, was like, probably the best dunk contest oh, ever, for That was sure. awesome. So that was cool to see that. Yeah. And I don't even think he was on the Bulls at that time. Um, Damian Lillard, for sure. So that's, that's like, four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking at some teams. Um. Uh, I can't believe the the Pacers are still a team. <laughs> it's just like, like now that they're still a team, but it's just they they've been so like mediocre for so long. Yeah, they um, really have. I don't know. I feel like there's a bunch of players I'm just like mm-hmm. not like thinking of. Like there's like there's, like role players that yeah. I want to, uh, like remember. Yeah, it's a really tricky question too because it's so like opinionated, especially when you're. Mm. not even doing like who's the greatest because I mean obviously that's opinionated too but like, oh, yeah. there's obviously players that you can argue easier than like others but like for something where it's just like oh this is my favorite player top five favorite players there's so many names that you'd want to say like I know like the a few that I've been thinking of um, I think Steph for sure just because like he changed the game yeah best shooter ever like it's so entertaining to watch um, Pat Bev He's like one of my. I was of thinking of that. I'm like, I really like having Pat Bev too. He's just one of those guys where you love when he's on your team, but you hate him when he's not. 
Like, yeah. I love how he's, like, all for the trash talk. He'll defend his teammates. He stands on his word. Um, and he he went to Wabonzi Valley. Did you know that? Pat Bat? Oh, wait. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that. I know. I, I don't think I knew that. I knew he was from Chicago area. I didn't know that. Yeah, he went to Wabonzi, and then uh, he transferred <laughs> out to the city. I'm trying to, like, picture him, like, in a class. Yeah. Like, just disrupting <laughs> everyone. <laughs> um. But yeah, I actually I watch his his podcast a lot. It's pretty good. He's like a barstool one. Um, Derek Rose, obviously, like I can't not mention him. Like he's that's who I grew up watching, you right. know, and like seeing like his MVP season, like, and then like his injury. Like I still remember watching it. Like oh, he drives in, it. like kicks it out to the corner. I'm like, why would he pass that? And I see him like on the floor. Oh, I'm like, no, dude, no, 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 because the Bulls were the one seed, and it was like a sixty win season. And we played the Sixers in the first round, and there was a guy on the Sixers. I forget his name. Uh, he he was like kind of trash talking Derrick Rose like prior to the se- like the series. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't wait for the Bulls to like kick their butt and like just move on to the next round. And then we won Game One, and that's when Derrick Rose got hurt, and then we lost four straight to the eight seed. Dang. And then. Yeah, that was bad. Was yeah, tough. and then his injuries just spiraled from there. But that's where like. I think I definitely have to put LeBron in my list, but, it, like, it hurts a lot as a Bulls fan. Like, I know a lot of other Bulls fans and people around here will disagree, but, like, his greatness and, like, everything that he does on the court, off the court, like, it's really, it makes him really hard to hate him sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I hated him when he was on the Heat because he was always, like, kicking the Bulls out of the playoffs every right, year. Right, right. Like, but then, like, he went to the Cavs, and the 3-1 comeback, like, I wanted the Warriors to win that series, but, like, just having, like, a team come back from 3-1, like, that's... And then Game 7 itself was, like, cinema. Like, it literally was, like, a movie watching yeah, it. Yeah, that was like, crazy. Um, who are some of my other favorite players? I like James Harden a lot. He's a lefty. I'm left-handed, too. So, it's, like, his game and his fashion, he, like, wears, like, a lot of, like, stuff that, like, people would look at him and be like, what are you wearing? But, like, that's almost, like, the fashion that I like in a way where it's, like... Like, who would think of that? Yeah, like, who would think of that? Or, like, oh, wow, that's, like, unique that they're wearing that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pushing and the boundaries. Just to interrupt, like, one thing I also was going to say, like, I think Westbrook is kind of like that, too. Mm-hmm. Where, like, one time he showed up, like, wearing, uh, wearing like, a, like a flannel and then uh, one of those, like, construction worker jackets. And I was like, wait, what? Um, I, I think the fifth one, just without looking at any, like, I'm looking at the teams, but without looking at any, uh, like, rosters. Cause I know there's, there's like, teams... Mm-hmm. with uh like role players that like I really always wanted yeah. to do well um would be M- Mikael Bridges. I think he's a super like cool player. Yeah. And I, I really just like I like the way he like, kind of holds himself. But uh the other thing I was going to say was what I liked about Westbrook is uh kind of going off that like the fashion thing is his like his why not mm-hmm. like mentality oh, yeah, where he's I always like that, having yeah. like the why not. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool it's too. It's a good slogan for sure. Yeah. Good to live by. Do you yeah. want to do the uh logos and then yeah. Name, like a player. All right, you want to hit me with a few? Yeah. So, yeah, this is all time, obviously. Man. Yeah. Just first person you think of when you see or hear that, like, team. Okay. Um, all right. The Wizards. 3-2-1. Bradley Beal, I think. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, like, especially with his recent trade, but, like, the yeah. Wizards don't have many, like, Unless I'm like, I mean, I know like they they West won the unsold, championship um, before, haven't they? Did they? I think in the the bullets, right? Oh, they have. I yeah. think they have. 
they've had like some good big men in the past. I can't think of their name off the top of my head, but I'm trying to think of other Wizards players. Oh, probably John Wall. John maybe. Wall, yeah. yeah. Those are only like some a few notable ones. Um, you want me to? Okay. Let's well, see. I was gonna say I think another thing is like depending which logo I show. Like if I show. Like, uh, the Sixers logo from, like, mm. 2001 with yeah, Allen Iverson. Yeah. Like, you're going to think of that. Yeah, but if I show that one, you might say, like, Embiid. Yeah. So I think that plays a part. But, um, all right, we'll go here. Kings? For some reason, I go, like, Mike Bibby. I think it's that. Really? Is, yeah. I think that. Let me see if Mike Bibby played for the Kings. That one's also an old logo. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Yep, Mike Bibby. He was number ten. He played for them, uh, in like early two thousands. So it's like I don't even like remember like watching him. I don't know why. Like that's the player I think of, but it just yeah. Is. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like they they don't really have anyone since except for like Darren Fox. Yeah. Um. All right, this one. I think Larry Bird. Yeah. Celtics. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. Or about Bulls. Michael Jordan. <laughs> you don't think of D Rose or Jimmy? I not gonna lie, like I was like my mind like almost like went into like a fork, you know? Like there was yeah. like a few like yeah. ooh, what's your out should I go? And I'm like, Hey you gotta go MJ when you see the Bulls logo. I wrote out this one. You know what's funny? I actually thought of MJ again because he's their <laughs> owner. <laughs> the owner's Wait, not owner. anymore though. Yeah, right? not anymore. They he just sold it. Uh but I think Kemba Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like the only one. Alright, you want me to ask you a few? Uh yeah, wait, let's do one more. Okay. Jazz, John Stockton. Okay, I was going to say, are you going to do, um, like, Malone or yeah, Malone. Stockton? Okay, yeah. All right, so let's see. I'll try to do ones that you didn't touch. Um, what about... Let's go... Brooklyn Nets. Oh, well, I actually think of my caliber just now. Cause really? I, I, just, I just brought him up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. Um... What about Toronto Raptors? Lowry. Lowry? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm trying to go, like, like the name that I, yep. like, would think of. I mean, he got them their first ring, right? Was that their first? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks that, like, wasn't there. yeah, DeMar so left that year. It's like, oh. Um, what about... I'm more doing it based, like, when you say the team. Mm-hmm. There's a lot on here where it's, like, I feel like there's, like, one right answer, even though, like, there's not. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Trailblazers, like, uh, yeah, you got to go, yeah, you got to go Dame. But then, like, if you ask somebody who's a little bit older than us, they're, like, Clyde Drexler, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. They go other players. What about um, Oklahoma City Thunder? Westbrook. Westbrook? Sure. Yeah. What about the um, Houston Rockets? Harden. Harden. Yeah. 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 Miami Heat? Jimmy. I think Jimmy, Jimmy now. Yeah. yeah. I, I think before, I definitely would have said, like, LeBron. Like, even yeah. without even really watching him on the Heat. I feel like when I see the Heat, I just I think Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I, yeah, I think a part of me mm. would say that, too. All right, do one more. Okay. Um, trying to think. Like, I almost did the Lakers, but I'm like, he's probably going to say Kobe. Yeah. Um, no, I think I would have said LeBron, actually. No way. Well, because when you think of, like, like, it flows, like, Lakers, LeBron, like, mm, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I see. Um, what about like um, Memphis Grizzlies? That's Ja. Yeah. 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 Did you see uh, his suspension? 
<laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's I'm tough. trying to think of one that would be like super interesting, like like Timberwolves. Like, what do you think of that? I think of like Kevin Garnett. I think of Kevin Love. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Love why. was my second option. Not gonna lie, he was definitely in my mind. But like like Mavericks, like that could be like Luca or Dirk. Yeah, but, Luca or Dirk probably. But yeah, I, I think that's always like a fun like game. Like I would see it on. Uh, like, like, when I used to have TikTok, they would do it with, uh, like, different logos and older logos, and that was kind of fun, um, just to see, but, um, but before I, like, move on to something else, I was going to say another fun one is to do for, like, players like that, but you do, like, a number, so if I say the number, like, uh, like 15, like, yeah. what player do you think of? Jokic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that's what I would You know do. what's interesting, though? I'm really bad at numbers for some reason, especially with players, like... I, well, it's hard because there's not many, like, unless you're going to say, like, 23 or 34. Like, mm-hmm. there's a ton of players that have been, like, those two numbers. Yeah. Like, all time. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you can go a lot of different ways with that. But, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. Um, but, yeah, was there anything else you were going to talk about or say? Um, I kind of want to touch a little bit more on the, on the submarine thing because we didn't really, we, we kind of just went straight to the, the hypothetical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was just that was in the last five days. You said they did some yeah. ceremony thing. Um, I'm trying to find more about it, like more interesting facts that were. <laughs> so that was just something that you you just found interesting that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, I mean it was just like a current topic, so I feel like anybody listening has probably heard about it too. And right, um, it's just like a crazy story because. Like, everyone's like, oh, like, well, how do you lose track of, like, a submarine, or how do you lose track of that, but, and why did it take so long to find any, like, debris, or even find them, but they were 900 miles off the coast, and, like... This is the Pacific Ocean. Uh, wait, no, 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 hold on, hold on, we're talking about Titanic, sorry. Yeah. Dang, wait, the landing is not... Okay. Yeah, I think it's, okay. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Nine hundred is not that long. And then two, obviously, it was in the Atlantic. Yeah. So I I'm I don't know how far off that is from the coast, but it said nine hundred. I can't even picture like a thousand miles. Let me see. Let's see if this picture gets it well. I feel yeah. like there was a time that we didn't know like where the Titanic was like in, in our lifetime. Yeah. I don't know. Like I feel like. I feel like they discovered that, like, 15 Recently. years ago. Huh. 10, 15 yeah. years ago. Um, but, so, like, there's, like, New York, for example, and then, like, it's all the way out here. So, like, they had the the Coast Guard of, like, um, like Canada was helping out. Like, a lot of different mm. countries were, like, sending, like, help. Wait, let me see that again. Oh, wow. So, it's, like, so, it, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's, like, pretty close to... It's not close to New York, but, like, mm. if you draw a line, just, like, straight yeah, east. Straight yeah. Um, hmm. That's so interesting. I think it's cool to think. Have you seen the Titanic movie? Yes, I want to say yes. I feel like I've seen like a good ninety percent. Like I just me haven't, too. I haven't, I haven't seen, the seen full it thing. in a while, which is making me like hesitant about my answer of have I seen it. Okay, um, well, yeah, but you, you've seen a lot of yeah. it, so um, that's a really cool movie. Yeah, I, I think I think that's really cool. I remember watching that. Uh, probably yeah, probably like. 10 plus years ago and I just remember it being like really scary because mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely more than ten years ago, because my, my parents like didn't want, want me to see it, because there's a lot of like scary scenes with yeah. like drowning and stuff. But yeah, that that was a that, that's a crazy movie, and it's crazy because like that actually happened. Like yeah, maybe not all the specific details, but it, it actually sunk. Like however it went mm-hmm. down, like that actually happened, and I think it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's definitely interesting to, like, look back on it, especially with the story. Like, it's a lie in the news recently, but, like, I don't know. Like, I, it sounds, like, almost so dumb to say, like, oh, wow, that actually happened. But, like, it's crazy that, like, you can still, like, they were going down to see the wreckage. Like, that's crazy that, like, the wreckage is still down there. And, like, you could see, like, the bow of, like, where it all, like, kind of took place and, like, sunk. Um, yeah. Speaking of movies, you're like me, right? Where it's, like, you don't watch many movies or no? I used to be. Me too, actually. I'm I'm on I'm on the oh, movie grind. Okay, yeah. You gotta yeah. download Letterboxd. No, I have it. No, you don't. <laughs> I have it. Yes. Me. yes. Um, have um, you like seen any good ones recently? Honestly, recently, no, because so I've been going for like, so like last year I watched like as many movies as I could. Mm-hmm. So during the time that I was that I was injured, um, I wasn't able to like to work because. I, that required me standing on my feet mm-hmm. and my feet were like swollen remember so yeah. um I was like man I really can't do like anything right now because I was going back to school um soon anyway because it was for winter break so um I'm like all right well I'm just gonna watch all these movies mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna be watching it because it was right after I watched uh No Way Home for Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Unfortunately, that was like the first movie out of the Spider-Man movies I saw. <laughs> so I remember being in the theater and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" Like when the other Spider-Man <laughs> came in, and while I didn't fully like understand, well, no, I I'd say okay. While while I didn't experience it the same way they did, I understood how important or mm-hmm. how significant it was that yeah. all of them were in the same yeah. spot. So I was like, okay, that's really cool that I'm experiencing something that means so much to other people, mm-hmm. even though like I I don't get to really enjoy yeah. it right now. Like, that is so cool. So then I watched the other ones, and I was like, okay, I, I can definitely understand yeah. why that's, like, cool to have them all in, because they're literally, like, it's the same story, but it's, it's like, it's not the same story. Yeah. So it's cool. But the reason why I said is because that kind of got me into just deciding to do that when I was injured. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll just watch all these movies. And there was a lot of good movies that I got from other people that I wanted to watch because everyone was always like, oh, you haven't seen this movie? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Like, yeah. dude, yeah, Brad yeah. hasn't seen this movie. I know, that's like, the dude, worst. Stop. Like, I know, that's the worst. Like, Trust it, me, I've been there. Like, it's you know not even crazy? that I care. It's, it's, it's that, like, you're not telling me, like, the context of whatever's going on because I haven't seen this movie. Yeah. No, so, like, I, we were having a conversation, I, I and now, sure. now the whole thing is you haven't seen this movie. Yeah. So it's like, and uh, <laughs> I totally get you on that, too. And, like, you know what sucks? Now that I have been watching a lot of movies, I feel like conversations like that don't happen anymore. Where someone's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. have you seen this movie? I'm like waiting for the moment. I'm like, right, yes, right. I actually have seen that. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. it never happens anymore. It's like only when you don't watch movies. You're so right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he hasn't seen this. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, like, come on. <laughs> I haven't seen it. And then you go watch it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, it makes sense. That movie was super good. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would actually uh, say it's, it's a little bit the other way for me people have been mm-hmm. saying have you seen this movie and i can say yes mm-hmm. but i will say almost n- not not as much but it still happens where people say have you seen this movie and i say no i'm like <laughs> man i watched all these like classic good movies but mm-hmm. but my point was i watched so many movies like i watched i watched 142 so that's way more than that is. in one year yeah like I, I was on the grind for that so all of the summer and uh 
all of the the time I was injured and just when I was hanging out with people at school and stuff, I'm like, man, I'm just gonna watch like all these movies. Like if someone says, well, do you want to go watch this movie like in theaters or whatever? I'm just gonna go watch it. Like no yeah. trailer or anything. I'm yeah. just gonna go and That's do like it. That's like the right way to do it too, because trailers like they, oftentimes spoil, spoil a lot it, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had fun with that and uh, so now this year, like looking back, like obviously that takes a lot of time and as as worth it as it was to see all the movies that people. Uh, talked about or would say like you haven't seen this movie like I got to watch and I liked a lot of them but now this year I'm kind of like taking it a step back and not mm-hmm. doing that much yeah. um, but also I'm trying out movies that uh, that I wanted to see that I haven't been recommended by other people because I watched I only watch movies people recommended to me mm-hmm. there's maybe like five movies where I just chose to watch yeah and uh all the, like most of the movies I watched this year that I chose on my own have like not been good. So I'm like, I <laughs> well, gotta that's, continue. That's, to why you, that's why you gotta stick to the recommendations. Yeah. Because like I hate, yeah. like I would hate to. Because honestly, I'm like you. Like I only watch recommendations. Because I would hate to sit down for like two hours and then like finish the movie. I'm like, dang, like that movie wasn't good. Like yeah. what did I just do with my time? Exactly. All the recommendations. I'm like, okay, this is for sure gonna be a good movie. I know I'm sitting down, like mm-hmm. expecting something great, and it always is. Like the recommendations have not failed me yet. But I think Letterbox is like a such such a cool app, you know. It's almost like Strava in a way. Yeah, it's almost like that running app. Yeah, where it's like it's all these like little communities. It's like super specific communities all on one app because like social media. Yeah, you can talk about running and talk about movies, but it's like not everybody on there might be interested in that. While it's like these apps are tailored for these communities, and it's like such right such good ideas. And I haven't really explored the app that much. I kind of just use it just to track the movies. Mm-hmm. So if, if you look in, like, 2022, it's, like, five movies. Yeah. Or, sorry, 2021, it's, like, five movies. Then 2022, it's, like, 142. <laughs> it's, like, such a weird, like, yeah. difference. And then this year, I think it's maybe... It's still a decent amount. It's, like, maybe, like, 25 or 30. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to watch new ones. But um, obviously, it's more fun with other people. So when I get a chance to do it with other people, that's good. Um, but, yeah. So... Yeah, definitely, definitely into watching movies for sure, especially now. Uh, do you have any, before we just kind of like wrap up, like do you have any uh, ones that you'd recommend or ones just kind of yeah. want to bring up? There's a, there's a good movie I watched recently. One of my teammates recommended it to me was, well, actually, have you seen Prisoners? Yes. With Jake Gyllenhaal? That's a great movie. Yeah, I'm still kind of learning like actors with yeah, everyone. Yeah, me too. I only know like Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, really? Because like I went like... We kind of went through a phase last year where it's like we picked like a director or like an actor and like watched a lot of their films. So did you do Christopher Nolan for anything? Uh, yeah, we did like Christopher Nolan, um, Quentin Tarantino, and then uh, like Jake Gyllenhaal was like one of the actors we did. But a movie I watched recently was 500 Days of Summer. Yes, I love that yeah, movie. That's oh, that's so cool yeah. that you watch it. So, yeah. okay, before you talk about it, I have to say, so it was actually for a class. And like I said, last year... I was doing all recommendations from people. Mm-hmm. So my teacher was like, all right, we have to watch this movie, and then you're going to write a paper on it. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I get to, like, watch a movie. Um, and ended up just not watching the movie and writing the paper, like, just with my presumptions yeah. of the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, like, yeah. I didn't want to do it. But uh, I didn't have time to do it. So but then later I watched that movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, that's actually really good. Now I wish I wrote the paper yeah, on it. Because you would have been, like, going I would have been going ham on it. Yeah. So, but, yeah, what were we going to say? 
I mean, there's just like I just love everything about that movie. Yeah, like yeah. I love how there's no like specific like chronological order of like mm-hmm. oh like first day, second day, or whatever. You know, like it balances all over, and you can see like their emotions change and like their body yeah. language, and then I don't want to like spoil the end, but like you no, know, no, don't uh, do it. Don't yeah, do it for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, though. It's a really good film. If anybody hasn't seen it, like definitely look into it it's only mm. it's like less than two hours yeah which i love when i can find a movie that's like an hour 45 like mm-hmm. hour 50 it's like oh this is doable yeah. like just knock this out tonight yeah no I, what i know about movies is like the most of the funny comedic like rom-coms those mm-hmm. are going to be an hour and a half to like an hour 40 yeah and then a lot of like the sci-fi like crazy movies like mm-hmm. that like interstellar yeah um, those are gonna be like three hours, yeah. or even some of the like DC and Marvel movies yeah. are gonna be long. Like action type, right. like mystery. And then I don't know, like I don't know what like the genre would be, but like something that would be in between of those. Mm-hmm. Quince, I don't know if this is coincidentally, but like the in between of those end up being the in between amount of time too. So like mm-hmm. those ones are gonna not be an hour forty or three hours, but like two hours, yeah. two hours twenty minutes, right there, which yeah. is pretty interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just what I've noticed watching the movies. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of great ones. I'm really glad I'm starting to watch more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 500 Days of Summer, is was that the a recommendation you were going to say? Yeah, or, that was the recommendation, yeah. Yeah, that one's, that one's a good one. I love that one. Um, For me, I really like, I'm trying to think of, okay, Last, Last Night in Soho, that one was really good. The main actress is Anya Taylor-Joy. She's in the menu. Have you heard of the menu? I watched that one actually like last week. Really? Yeah. I thought that was good. I, it was not yeah. my favorite, but I, I yeah, think it's it was good. like unique. It was like yeah, I I like the the plot yeah. of it. It was cool. I'm gonna add uh, this one to my watch list. Last night in Soho. Yeah. Dude, I I really like that one. I don't know if that's a uh, like. There's some movies that I would recommend that's like, um, recommend to everyone, and there's some that like I just happen to really like. Yeah. That one I kind of just like, but I think I think there might be a good chance you like it too. Okay. Um, Interstellar is a great one. 1917, that's like a war yeah, movie. That. But that one's really cool. <laughs> that one's really cool too. But anyway, uh, that's kind of, I think that's that's good to wrap up. It'd yeah, be good. definitely. But yeah, that was cool. I, I'm glad we went through like all these. Uh, I, I'm not even going to say that they're random topics. I think they mm-hmm. all kind of flowed into like yeah. what we were talking about, which 100%. is cool. So we kind of got into all that. Um, but yeah, that, that's so cool that you got to kind of take time to just do this yeah. and that uh, there's a little bit less pressure of having, uh, like, both of us having, like, a camera on us and we just kind of get to talk and it feels a little more, even more free-flowing than the other one. So it's cool that you got to do it and um, I'm glad we're still keeping in touch as, like, friends and hanging out and stuff, oh, so that's sure. fun. Yep, and then obviously thanks for having me and I just got to give you your flowers. Like, it's so cool seeing, like, everything you're doing all your passions that you're following and hobbies and it's definitely been like really cool being friends for like such a long period of time and like being able to see our change and it's like Mm -hmm. we've gone through like months where it's like we might not even talk like every day or even monthly but it's like we can still just pick back up at any time and it's like back in like middle school days you know Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's how it feels like cousins sometimes like yeah like you don't see your cousins for a long time and then then once you're with them it's like yo yeah but yeah all right cool um yeah, that's it. This is the right track with Brad and Herbie Alvarez. So, Signing out. That's all.